your first time listening I release episodes weekly um I can't tell you what day of the week I think I have it advertised as Wednesday but I just kind of go with the flow um but you will get something every week if you do become um a faithful listener um to the podcast and thank you so much to people who continuously um listen um each week especially to old episodes I just I love seeing that. Sometimes I love seeing like old stuff just as much as I love people um, listening to my new stuff. There was um, an episode in particular that I noticed since this podcast or when I became a solo host that has just gotten so many um, plays and that would be um, Stop Trying to Change Folks and um, Thanks again. Thank you again for people who repost it or, um, you know, like. I don't always get comments, but I appreciate that as well. Um, this is The Purge, too. And um, I'm just going to, like, dive right into it. Well, without saying where you can find me on social media, my personal page on Instagram is at KTheRebel. And the podcast page is TCBL Podcast. I know um, probably within the last week and a half, maybe even two weeks, um, I've been seeing, you know, a lot of posts regarding, you know, controversy surrounding the topic of, you know, black women being disrespected or unprotected and how, you know, um, there are prayers for Kanye, but then yet a lack of support for Megan Thee Stallion and what it is that she's going through. Um, I just want to say this. I never hopped on that pray for Kanye bandwagon. Seriously. I mean, I'm not insensitive to mental health issues, but I'm definitely not buying into the fact that he's bipolar. I just think that it's crazy how the Kardashian clan, you know, conveniently wants to admit that he suffers from some type of mental illness when he starts airing out their family as well as things that have taken place in his marriage. You know, um, I just feel like Kanye has been fly out his mouth for way too long. Um, technically ever since he's been with Kim. Um, and I, I kind of see why there are certain people that have chosen not to fuck with him anymore, especially Jay-Z. Um, and I'm just highly annoyed that anyone felt that he was worthy of the hashtag, you know, um, pray for Kanye. Like, 
why are we even praying for that fool? Fuck him, truly and, and sincerely. Like, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, if, if I had half of a empathy card, I would never give it to him. I'm sorry. I just, I, I can't, I won't, I refuse. Now, as far as um, Megan goes, um, I don't know how many people, um, you know, posted on social media or made reference to her situation or made fun of it. I just know only two in particular that I saw caused a lot of outrage. And, you know, I have chuckled at 50 Cent and him trolling on social media plenty of times. However, I will definitely say this time around, joking about Megan was definitely a low blow. Um, very low of him. As far as Dre are commenting, I was like, okay, girl, you might want to sit this one out, okay? You're like an H-list celebrity, number one. And why do you even feel the need to speak on anything? And the apology that she gave was whack as fuck. And I just hate, like, whenever somebody that's a public figure or a celebrity, I don't know if their PR team or whoever, like, pulls them to the side, like, oh, you need to apologize for this. Like, those staged fake-ass apologies, if we ever needed to cancel anything in 2020, it needs to be that. Like, you felt the need to disrespect Megan or speak on her issues on a public platform, so don't go then trying to act like you have some type of remorse. Just, we're too grown to be apologizing for shit that should have never happened in the first place, and that's just my my um, two cents that I'm adding into the mix. You know, and I think it's very unfortunate, you know, that Megan was shot. And I'm sure that it was a very traumatic experience for her. Like, I saw the clip, you know, of when she went live. And um, I'm not sure of what the extent of her relationship is with Tory Lanez. I mean, but people suspected that they had something going on from when she used to make appearances with him during the quarantine radio or whatever that he started. Um, but I'm just going to share my personal thoughts on Megan just in general, which will kind of lead up to this, this incident, just things that I've observed about her while she's in the public eye. And... I don't say any of this out of malice, but I feel like Megan has been doing the absolute most um, since she had her entryway into the industry. She's made a lot of meaningless connections with people in the industry, and she kind of comes across like she's for everybody. And I'm not talking about sexually either. I just feel like she's way too friendly and gullible and naive. Like, I'm not sure who Megan's friends are, but they should have, like, had some type of intervention with her um the moment she started to like blow up and be like girl you need to protect your energy and your peace you know because bottom line is i don't care who you party with in vip or your clubs with or your your hosting events you're posting pictures with everybody on the gram you know okay we understand that you're outgoing and you're just trying to spread love, but it's like someone should have told her, sweetheart, you are sadly mistaken because there is no love in that Hollywood world that you've entered. They will eat you alive. And, you know, 
it's not like I'm just somebody that wants to put negativity in the universe, but I always like foresee like a shit show before it even happens. And like that night, like I guess that led into her like hours or so before I guess she was shot and she was like on live, you know, with both Tori and Kylie Jenner. That was just a red flag for me. I was like, why the fuck do you want to be affiliated with Kardashian Jenner clan? Like what is happening here, young lady? I mean, they do not mean you any well. That just sound, that just not sound, it looked, it appeared. This is my my opinion. Like it was just toxic. I was just like, mm, girl, that is not the good look, you know, for you. Some blogs are speculating about what allegedly happened or, you know, what led up to Tory Lane's allegedly shooting car. And, you know, they were saying that I guess they got into some type of argument some blog was saying that they got into an argument because of um Tory Lanez being overly friendly or talking to other women some people said that they got into an argument because he was being flirtatious supposedly with Kylie I don't know those theories sound like they could be prob probable or they, they could have happened I don't know but I also feel like people need to learn to read because Tory Lanez was not arrested for shooting Megan. If you Google it or read it anywhere, it says that he was arrested for unlawful possession of a firearm after it was found in the SUV that was on the scene supposedly when Megan was shot. If he did shoot her, that's really some certified sucker shit. I don't care what type of argument or any altercation you have with her, it really should not have re resulted in you flying the top off your lid like that to that degree like you really would want to throw your whole career away because you can't control your anger that just I, I don't know that that just seems you know really um extreme and you know I'm sure that they're still investigating that or whatever and if it does you know come out that he did really shoot her it's just like wow um okay all right And since that situation is definitely, you know, um, on the topic of domestic violence, that's a segue into, you know, the next um, outrage on social media, too, you know, about the clips of um, Votto kind of blacking out. And it's like, it's happening so fast, I can't really tell if he's just grabbing her by her collar yoking her up or if he really has his hand around her neck it's like too many people are involved like dr ish kind of got involved so i couldn't really see um one thing about me is i don't like to form an opinion too quick especially when it's just a two-minute video clip you know being you know sensationalized you know that they do that all the time to get us all just so crazy so we can all just start speaking on it without even knowing and i know that dr ish um on the marriage boot camp had released some statement completely like in the defense of tahiri and saying it was complete like what Votto did was completely unacceptable and how he has to make it right and just kind of painting her out to automatically be the victim and then you know i was having um, this conversation with my mom after she saw the clip and she's like oh you know what do you think and I'm like mm, I want to get some more info matter of fact I need to watch this because I haven't tuned in 
Because it just seemed like the last couple of seasons of Marriage Boot Camp, people were only going on there for clout. It wasn't a real relationship issue. So I was taking a break from that. But I was like, okay, maybe let, let, let's, let's see what's happening. And then I also was like, well, you know, I know that n people need to keep them, their hands to themselves. But let's not forget that Tahiri, you know, I prejudged just a little bit. I was like... Last time I recall, Tahiri was definitely hand happy, you know, putting her hands on like Joe Budden and plenty of scenes on Love and Hip Hop New York, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um anyhow, um I decided to um watch all four episodes that have led up to this incident, which is even, which is is not going to air until this Thursday. So today, where I'm talking about this shit, it is August fourth. So basically, on the sixth is when it's going to air. Meanwhile, I think last Friday or Saturday over the weekend, production released another clip. Well, I don't know if it was production. Whoever leaked the clip showed Tahiri throwing two apples at Vado. Like, I think he dodged one of them, and then the other one kind of slight hit him in the face, and then he walked away. And then later that day, when they were in the group session, is when she started talking and he lost it, and that's the one where I guess he's going to hammer up or choke her or whatever it was. So I finally watched, you know, those episodes, and production, you know, on TV or just people that be commenting on social media like you need to fact check before you speak on something literally on the first episode i swear we was like 30 maybe 30 minutes and or 40 minutes into the episode there is a clip with her throwing something at his head while he's sleeping okay um every time she gets mad she's throwing something at him completely out of control so it's just like you know I, as the host of this Can't Be Life podcast, do not endorse domestic violence of any kind. But I think we need to start drawing a thin line between toxic, dangerous relationships versus women who are truly victims of domestic violence, okay? I say that to say this. Tahiri threw apples at, that, at, at him, okay? And if Tahiri fucking wants, wanted to throw apples, let's just say at my brother or my son, I wouldn't say that I would encourage them to choke her out or punch her or anything like that. But let's just say if he needed to restrain her with full force or maybe push her to the floor, that would be understandable in a case like that. Like, I think women need to keep their fucking hands to themselves. That would be including myself. I'm not going to sit here and lie on air. I've definitely been in situations where I've gotten angry and decided to want to put my hands on somebody, you know, and... Tahiri is just not the victim this time around. I'm not going to hop on that train with everyone else and slander and Vado, nor am I coming to his defense because he's got his own stuff or his own anger issues that he's going to have to work on. But at the same time, I just feel like people are just too biased when it comes to domestic violence, and it really fucking annoys me, um, you know, because I think true domestic violence victims are like those women where, okay, like Tina Turner, that was a true victim of domestic violence. Just getting your ass beat for singing the song, right? The the, the choreography was off wrong. Or you said something to him that he didn't like, so he just wants to slap you on the ground. Like, 
that shit that Vado and Tahiri got going on, that's just a toxic, dangerous relationship. And that's why I call it both toxic and then it leads to danger because, yes, somebody does end up getting hurt in a physical sense because it's, it's, it's just too much going on. But she is not a true victim of domestic violence. And all these fucking groupie-ass people hopping on that bandwagon and, oh, you know, wanting to slander that man and not making Tahiri be accountable, I'm just, I, I can't do it. You know, I just, I cannot. And of course, um, I, I'm just gonna leave that subject right, right where it is, you know? Um, Cause again, I said that I was highly fucking annoyed. Um, Black is King. Of course, um, I don't have Disney Plus. I never was interested in it, and I wasn't going to buy it just to see. You know, um, the video album from beginning to end, of course, I've seen all the clips, different clips on social media. I've seen all, you know, the controversy about it. There's been praise, and then there's been, you know, um, criticism. And... Um, She's talented. Um, the visual as aspect, she definitely can get a A plus plus for for that. Um, but I, for me, I'm just questioning the intent behind it. Whether it's one hundred percent genuine, is it because um, you know? this whole Black Lives Matter movement in 2020 just being such a a year where like there's race wars going on, you know, um, constantly. But then, you know, I did a little bit of research and then people talked about the whole, um, what is it called? The, the Lying King, um, I don't know what the fuck it was called. Oh, The Lion King, the gift that had came out, came out last year and that supposedly Blackest King was already being kind of talked about or in the works. If it was talked about, I, I never knew about it until it came. So I'm not gonna speak on that. Okay, so if this was planned in advance, okay, great. Maybe wholeheartedly Beyonce and her team or her husband felt like it was no better time than now to do it. I can see that. I mean, you know, black people have been experiencing oppression for many years. Um, the police brutality, however, just really was, you know, in all these... Um, black men and women dying by hands of the police definitely has made us look like we're just nothing. We're the bottom of, you know, our race is like at the bottom of everybody's shoe. We're nothing. So maybe we needed something like this to give us a little bit more love or a little bit more celebration. However, um, the flip side to it, because you know me, I just like to challenge the, the, the um, majority's perspective. And then I'm just trying to figure out that why did we have to use, you know, Africa or African culture to 
convey a message or to want to uplift black people or to um, display some type of symbolism that shows that black is king. We know kings are powerful. Kings exhibit um, strength. You know, kings conquer, you know, and all this stuff. Okay. All, all of that is, 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 is in alignment. I, I, I get it, but I don't know that just the, just the, the whole African culture piece. I felt like that should have been left out. However, I understand the angle. I, just cause I understand something doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be in agreement with it. I mean, yeah, we talk a lot about African Americans. We talk a lot about Africa being the motherland. We talk a lot about how, you know, slaves were taken from, you know, Africa and then brought over here to the U.S. And we feel that almost every black person or African, or we're calling ourselves African-American because we're, we are said to believe that there's traces or that our ancestors are there. I have my own opinion about that, but I'm, I'm not going to get too, too much into that. I personally don't claim that I'm African-American and I never will. I will not raise my children to do it either. And it's not that I'm taking anything away from, um, you know, the motherland or Africa. I just feel like I'm not speaking on a place that I've never been a culture that I've never been educated on, whether it was within my family, whether it was in textbooks in school, or I don't, I've never even had a personal interest to study about it. And I just feel like, well, what, what sparked her to want to be so interested in, in Africa? All of a sudden, I do know that, you know, there's been a lot of um, collaborations, you know, with, with um, Africa, African, you know, artists or artistry, you know, being transferred over here into the U.S. with the Afro beats. There's a lot of um, Africans that have come over here and have been able to be successful, such as Issa Ray and then um, Yvonne Orji. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but obviously that's Molly and Issa and Insecure. They're from Africa. Then you have Jadena. He's from Africa. You have Dre from Power, whatever his real name is. Um, you know, he's African. So, yeah, and I think that's dope that they were able to, you know, leave whatever country they come from within the continent of Africa and then come to the U.S. And it's, it's you know, it's beautiful when they sit and I've listened to their interviews and they talk about their, their country. It gives me that, ooh, aha, maybe I want to learn more. But to, to, to watch Beyonce and Black, is king and with all these visuals and this this imagery you know and depicting you know um africa in a way in which she chooses to i'm just not following that i don't want to want to have an interest in africa or study the, the, the continent or the people of it just because Beyonce says it's cool. And it's just amazing to me how so many people are fake and fucking phony and cap as hell in the comments and all this stuff. Ooh, that's right, or this and that. And I just personally think that it's insensitive, one, and a little bit disrespectful to true African people. That's just, again, in my personal opinion, no one ever really ever hits me up to tell me that they want to disagree with me. So I'm, I'm not even going to say that. I welcome it all the time, but nobody has. So um, 
you know, and I was just reading like different comments from African people. And um, a lot of them feel the same way that I do. They're like, you know, nice gesture, but she is shifting the narrative about us. Like how can she, basically, she's gonna make millions or billions off this based on her platform and her following alone. She gets to like tell our story or depict who we are and she gets to capitalize off that. Mm, I wouldn't be okay with that either if I were African. And then someone else was like, you know, we as Africans need to tell more of our own stories on our own terms. And this is true. Like, it would be great if like something could be put together by like the African people that have come over here and, you know, have, um, you know, um, achieved a success. Maybe they could all come together and put together some type of film or do like a festival that goes to all the different cities or put together a play or maybe they could write books or just do more things. And maybe some of those people are already doing that and maybe I'm ignorant and I just, I don't know about it. However, if I'm going to do that, I want to make that to be an independent interest. I don't want to hop on Beyonce's bandwagon. And the way like some of you people like worship her, it's, it's disgusting to me. And I can't, I won't, and I fucking refuse. I'm just, I'm just not. And then another thing that I thought was fucking hilarious is that when Blackest King was first released, it wasn't even streaming in Africa. I think literally was it, yesterday as in monday or sunday that it just became available in only certain countries in africa not all of them so you mean to tell me that she's got this whole thing going on or whatever you know praising african culture i'm sorry it, it feels weird being a solo host and laughing as you're talking because it's like i'm laughing with myself but yeah it's just like how does that even fucking work number one like you know <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry um, yeah, I just don't, and I do know that by doing my research, you know, when she has supposed to bring her tours over to Africa, there has been some controversy about them not necessarily wanting her to perform over there just because of some of her outfits or things that she wears sometimes could be in certain countries in Africa is perceived as a sign of, you know, um, um, disrespect, you know, they don't like showing all of the, the body imaging and, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, we also, I had this conversation with my sister, like, there's also like other artists that have been to Africa to really just go and visit there and donate money and, and, and wanting to address or, or assist with the issues with, you know, poverty and starvation and HIV, AIDS and other diseases that, that happen in that continent, you know, such as Alicia Keys and I know that Michael Jackson, you know, and um, some other people have gone over there and done that. And so it's just interesting to me that seems like she's only gone over there if it comes to like promoting like music if it's for personal gain like I, I don't know and I'm just I mean even though she has trying to over the past couple of years been on her pro-black shit and and that's cool that that's cool because you know there's those few people that oh how are you going to talk about her when you're not doing anything to step up to the plate or you know this okay if that's how you want to view it fine you got it but my thing my thing is this she is not going to be out at those protests 
out on the front lines, really in the trenches with these people fighting for civil rights. For instance, like John Lewis, you know, such a powerful black man that just passed away. Like that type of legacy, that's somebody that went through the trenches, went through some real shit, understood the oppression, lived through it. And I just feel like who the fuck is Beyonce to even have a platform to act like she could really feel this or she feels touched or she feels so impacted by all the events that have taken place, you know, with social injustice towards black folks over the past couple of years. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just not buying into that. I'm not saying that her heart is is necessarily not in it, but I'm I, I can't sit here and say that I just don't question it. I don't know her personally. None none of us do, so nobody can't come at me or feel like I'm speaking ill of her. Like I have a personal problem with her. That's just my perspective. But at the same time, you, again, you can't talk about how I feel about it when there's so many people that praise her and ride her left, her right titty, her left ass cheek, her right ass cheek, sucker toes all in between the crust of them and, and everything else. And it's just like, let's stop. There's way more other people that have made more contributions to to civil rights or done more for, for black people. And in the moment that she does something, it's like, oh, she's the best. Like even um, Tamika Mallory, like I've been seeing, you know, I'm reading up a lot about her and like what she stands for and what she's doing as far as like civil rights movement or being a voice for for the black community. And even when she was like sweating her and I'm like, girl, a week or two ago, a couple of weeks back, you was out there on the front lines getting arrested. Like you're putting your blood, sweat and tears to this shit. This bitch over here, Beyonce got it fucking easy. She just goes to sit at the headquarters with Disney and talk about, oh my gosh, we're gonna do these visuals and these nice tribal dances and oh, and this is what we're gonna do, girl. Like if anything, you should have been the face of black as king, not her. That's that's just my personal opinion. Like I'm just like, mm, I, I I don't I don't know. I just don't I just I just don't want people getting caught up in that capitalist mindset cuz I'm sorry that's that's just what it is. She does not experience the the hurt and the pain and the impact that the rest of us do every. She does she doesn't have the problems that that we have. She just doesn't. So and I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Doesn't mean that just because you don't have the problems that other people have that you shouldn't speak on it or want to be, you know, a part of the cause. But I think I've already rested my case with all the points that, that I give. And again, I'm open to rebuttals or debates or, um, or whatever. Um, I don't know what else I really wanted to talk about on, 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 on this, um, second uh episode of of the purge um oh yeah i think i want to talk a little bit about like um anxiety and like what it kind of means like for me i didn't you know everybody has i feel like different version or different things that kind of like make them anxious and i think for me um what it is is I was fo I follow somebody on um on social media on um, my personal page and um I loved what she posted about her anxiety and sometimes when I read up on anxiety I'd be like okay do I do I really experience it do I not you know I'm not sure like I go back and forth um but then when I read 
what this person said, I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, um, anxiety in a, in a nutshell. So I had to look through my phone. Sorry, I was stalling. But she, she, um, said people with anxiety temple typically want to be in control, not necessarily in control of others, but definitely in control of themselves. It's me. I'm people. So when she said that, I'm like, yes, that's it. I mean, no matter how many different times I've Googled anxiety and the different definitions or what certain doctors say about it or what therapists say about it, I was like, oh, my God, this is a description of, of mine. And I think I get very, very, very anxious or an increased level of anxiety when I'm in situations that I have a lack of control over. So, like, for instance, the unknown, um, basically, the unknown when it comes to, like, the outcome of something gets me extremely anxious. Um, or even something such as, okay, letting my teenage daughter go out and have a little bit of freedom. That's anxiety in itself. However... A week or so ago, I let her go downtown with their friend. They said they were going to walk around, go shopping, get something to eat or whatever. I was in the back. Um, what my son left my phone in the front. I was playing music, didn't hear my phone. I go to my phone, and I see I had three missed calls from her. My grandmother was here, and then all of a sudden, she calls my grandmother's phone. I like, before my daughter even got the chance to say why she was trying to reach me or to tell my grandmother, I instantly getting on the phone like, what, 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 what happened? Oh my God, did someone hurt you? Did something? And my, and my daughter's like, no, no, nothing happened. I just was calling you because I can't believe it. Like, oh, I ran into my dad was, was down here and guess what? He gave me $200 to go shopping when I saw him. So, like, now I don't have to spend my own money. I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, you came up and trying to act, like, calm, calm, like, oh, yeah. Whole time, it was like my 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 heart was about to come out of my chest because I just assumed somebody calling me three times means that something bad happened. Like, yeah, I get myself really worked up and really crazy. Um, the moment I hear my son, which well, before this this um, this Sunday, I can hear him just whine or make a coughing sound. I'm getting up, going to the rescue. Yes, those are things that drive me crazy, but it really is. It's like I need to be able to stop it before it happens. I need to be able to do this. Yeah, it's just like it's 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 a lot. It it really is. But that's that's really my my experience. Um, what what with anxiety or like if I'm waiting on somebody to tell me like let's just say if I uh, applied for a loan or something and maybe the loan officer at the bank or somebody's taking too long to get back to me oh my gosh well what if this what if this happens oh well you know what if they deny me then this this and that and blah 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 this is why I should have never did it oh my gosh I'm just like one of those people I I don't know I gotta really get take a step and get outside of my own self or my own head because yeah it's enough to make you you know um make you go into the crazy house but you know that's just basically what what anxiety is like is like for me and I be trying to figure out like what coping mechanisms that that I can use you know and I don't know I kind of 
haven't um, figured that out yet. Before I sign off, I guess um, there's just one last thing I guess I want to purge about. And that would kind of be like about, um, I would say, um, friendships. I think that um, with friendships, just because a friend does something that maybe you didn't like, maybe it hurt your feelings, maybe it made you feel some type of way. If it doesn't fall in the category of like ultimate betrayal, I think that it makes the relationships, um, you know, worth salvaging. You know, they 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 can be be repaired. I think I talked about this um, on last week's episode, just minimally, on um, is closure a scam? But with that being said, let's just say you've got a basketball team and there's you got your best players your best player is not necessarily perfection they may not perform how they're supposed to let's just say they foul out and when that person fouls out what happens they pay a fine and you bench their ass sometimes it's the same shit i feel like we're friends sometimes you just gotta take a seat on the bench over there like we're going to get back to what we was, but you're going to have to just sit over there for a minute. Like, And it's normal for that to happen. I mean, I've had to do it before, and sometimes it even makes your friendship come back stronger. But it doesn't need to, it doesn't have to be done with negative energy. It doesn't have to be done with malice. Like, again, just remember that sometimes the best player on the team is gonna might fuck up, may not do the right, the right thing this particular day or that, but it's just it's sometimes it's, it's it shouldn't be that extreme to just you know charge it to the game and there i go that's see me even saying that just shows growth with me because oh my gosh like years ago i was a fucking extremist like everything with me was like yeah cut these people off fuck them don't forgive them you know Life just really can't be that cut and dry, even though I'm a realist and I love the whole black versus white thing and I don't like shades of gray, but it is what it is. You know, so sometimes you got to bend the rules a little bit or like like with growth, your perspective is, is going to change. But um, that's all I want to purge about this week. And until next time, peace, love and light, and I'm out.